Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling. The complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day. And for as little as $1.99 a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as one day. Large or small bathrooms, if you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save. $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 800-896-8242 800-896-8242 That's the brother of Dave Cunin, um, and it's just, it is absolutely just, I can never forget Dave's name. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Denise, you have that number, 855-LAW-RADIO. 529-7234. If you want to call in, you can go to all of our social media. Just put Radio Law Talk in every social media realm, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and go ahead and comment if you want. TikTok. Uh, TikTok, even it's, TikTok. Uh, we're even on TikTok. We're w- on what? Radio Law TikTok. TikTok. Radio Law TikTok. Okay. Uh, welcome. WUCT 1600 AM, 94.1 FM in Allgood and Cookville, Tennessee. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We appreciate you uh, joining us. We have a lot of fun here. If those of you who have been listening, we are a little bit crazy. It is fun. This is by far the most exciting, entertaining, sometimes informative show on earth. Other than the alien shows, as we say. So remember, we're only talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We're not giving you legal advice. Uh, we are. Uh, we have affiliates all over the United States, and we're not uh, affiliated uh, with all states uh, uh, in in the United States uh, as lawyers. So we're having fun as lawyers, but not talking to you or advising you as lawyers. Isn't that stupid? You have to do all these. Little tiny exemptions. Go to our website, www.radiolawtalk.com, and it's got our disclaimers. That is the neatest thing to read. It's going to save you thousands of dollars. Those of you who have sleep problems, save thousands of dollars. You can go and read the disclaimers of Radio Law Talk. In fact, why don't you pull them up right now, um, Todd? The disclaimers of Radio Law Talk are probably the most exciting entertaining thing you'll ever read because those of you who are listening right now just please put your feet up relax unless you're driving enjoy yeah even (laughs) then if you're in the passenger seat put your mask on stay six feet away and todd is going to read you just a few snippets of how you can go to sleep at night radio law talk is not a law firm this site also provides services for lawyers such as to advertise their businesses 
By all means, do your own research on which lawyer to hire. If you need legal advice, seek such advice from a competent lawyer. I'm fading not already. Not from Todd. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most boring thing in the whole world, but listen to it. But we're going to talk today about Clint Eastwood's uh, Files a Lawsuit, Burger King Vegan Lawsuit, uh, and much more. We've got a number of other topics at the end of this hour. We've been going two hours, those of you who are just joining us. Uh, at the end of this hour, we do a thing called Quick Takes, where each of us will bring up a quick, simple issue that we think is important for you to remember, because three hours of listening, you will remember very little. In fact, I think it's seven minutes is about the attention span of most people. But a lot of people listen to it. I'm shocked. I have construction guys say they've got us on the radio while they're doing construction. I thought they had listened to rock and roll music or some other music. No, they've got us listening to us because we're so exciting. But you know why they're on here, Cal? Why? One reason and one reason only, and that is to listen to Cal's famous case or no case. Hmm. Now it's time to play case or no case. If you missed last hour's case or no case, you'd be saying rats right now. Anyway. (laughs) Or other things. Stuart Ease is a movie director. Of a very bad movie in the 1980s involving some stars from the 80s, including the very talented Mark Harmon. After this movie that Mr. Ease directed went into post-production, which really means, you know, they started editing it together, putting in the music and the dialogue looping and all that, a TV show in which Harmon starred became a hit, Saint Elsewhere. And then he was listed by People magazine uh, with me standing right very close in, in line as the sexiest man alive. And so these you were really close to him? Or, oh, or right the, there. No, I, was, I was like number three. Oh, number that, three. That was the year. Was yeah. that the same as the three-time Emmy Award, never a winner thing? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Trust right. me on that one, never a winner. At this point, <clears throat> uh, the studio decided to capitalize on Mr. Harmon's sudden burst of fame and went to the director and said, you're going to re-edit in those eight cutting room floor scenes of Mark Harmon. And the director said, but they don't help the story. You know, we shoot a lot of extra stuff. Uh, we, we just don't need him. And the studio said, I don't care. Put him in anyway. Harmon's a star. We need to be able to put his name higher on the marquee. So the director objected and said, I have a contract that says this is my film and I have editorial control. And the studio said, so sue us. And he said, well, I'm going to see if I can. And he sought counsel. And so I ask you, I think it's Denise's turn mm-hmm. today to tell us. Oh, she hates when she goes first. To tell us, case or no case. What say you, Denise? Um, this is a good one. Thank you. I like this one because um, it ties together with um, a whole string of names that we would recognize and kind of a concept um, of the sexiest man alive. Yeah. And also has the, the conflict between the um, director... And the studio. She doesn't so, know what she's going to say. I'm picking up on that. She's not going. And so if I can stretch this, this just a little longer. And it, and it has an actor whose name starts with an M. Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon. How much time left, Cal? How much time? Exactly. He was very good looking. Well, he still is, I think. Okay. Well, he's People handsome. Say. True. Yeah. That's true. So he's not good looking anymore. He's just handsome. So did the director, um, Stuart Ease, we're doing anecdotal things. As, as Denise the studio. Talks. Do you know who the studio was? I believe it was Warner, but I'm not positive. Yeah. Denise, it's three minutes. You'll never. Either you, Warner you or can't a, stall that one long. One of those sub labels, like you know. So he would sue. <laughs> excuse me for breach of contract. 
You notice Denise always ignores us and, boys. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'd never get to say a word. <laughs> I'm going to say that it's a case, and he wins. Okay. Thank you, Denise. What uh, And Mr. Penny, it's your turn. What Dep- say depends you? on three things. Number one, what's the contract say? Number two, is he an independent contractor? Or number three, is he an employee of the facility of, you know, war- whatever it is. War- I don't know what's just Warner of Brothers. Of the studio, whatever studio, it is. Studio, whatever yeah. the studio is. So those things I don't know, so I can't make an intelligent opinion. But I'm going to assume this is a case because of, I always just go by what Cal says. And he insinuated it was a case. Now, the question is who wins and why? I, you know, I believe that the ultimate power rests with the studio. Not even though they hire him to do a job, the studio has ultimate say as to what happens or what occurs. So I'm going to say it is a case and the studio wins. But I don't, again, I don't know if he's an independent contractor, employee, or what his contract says. Okay, I understand your objection there, Your Honor. And, mm-hmm. uh, and now we're going to go to the Judge Todd Kunin. Todd, what say you in this matter? Well, I'm going to say that this is an actual scenario. <laughs> but I am also going to say that this is not an actual case, that no case was filed on this one. Why would you say that? Well, I have my reasons. <laughs> because those two guys said it was a case. <laughs> That was very logical. So, so it has it nothing to do case. with the content. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I mean, I've been thinking more. I, I wonder if this is from the movie Worth Winning, which is the one where uh, where Mark Harmon played a news broadcaster, and he was supposed to be this sexy single celebrity at the time. But uh, I don't know. That might have been after. Anyway, so yeah, uh, true scenario, but no case. That's but, that is my answer. I think the film had like the Biff guy from Back to the Future in it, and I can't. Even, I had the name, and I Who's, can't find the name. What else now. did Mark Harmon play on? Anything else? He I played, know he played Sa- it. Saint Elsewhere, CSI. Yeah. Oh, CSI. That's yeah. the one yeah. he was CSI. famous for. Oh, was it? Was he in was Jags it, too? Was it Presidio with uh, with Sean Connery? I think it was. I don't know. That know, that wouldn't know. surprise me if it was Presidio with Sean Connery. He's also in a school summer school with Kirstie Alley. Yes. Mm. Well, we're going to come back. We're going to find out who wins, case or no case. Again, you can call in and just tell them what you think during the break. 855-LAW-RADIO. Again, 855-LAW-RADIO, and Cal will answer your phone. Yep. Phone call. We'll be back. And you can play along on case or no case. Just remember, no wagering. We're a law show. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hold on. for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quack, car Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14. 31? I mean, 13? We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hugged goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood in the Ad Council. Fancy pants peanut butter? A big screen television? You haven't even bought a sofa yet. A motorcycle? When your father finds out, he's gonna flip his shoes with two buckles? What do you even need two buckles for? Mr. Big Shot, buying whiskey shots for everybody in the bar. From the looks of it, I'd say nobody even remembers. Feed the pig. Are you serious? All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. 
Cal, go through the answer to case or no case. Do this scenario really quick and tell yeah, us what yeah. happened. The setup is a, is a movie director in Hollywood is directing what is admittedly a B picture, but it contains in it a star by the name of Mark Harmon that nobody knew was a star yet until he had a breakout hit on NBC called ER, the emergency room television show. So the studio goes to the director and said, you will recut the film and feature Mark Harmon so we can market this. You, you know, you got to put a, the scenes back in that you took out. We've got to have this guy in there. I thought it was saying elsewhere that he yeah. had to break Or saying else. What did yeah. I say? ER. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, sorry. So it's the same difference. Well, <laughs> right. I changed my answer yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but the director said, uh, I don't think so. I have creative control. You gave. Uh, I'm the director of this film. One of the reasons I took this gig was because you said it was my 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 film. And they said, well, it was. And the question is, case or no case? And we already answered. Yes, and the opine. Those of you who said it was a case, who was that? That was uh, nobody. Oh, no, no, no. I we we said a case, and he said no case. We both said. I said case. no case. No, no, no I said case. case. I said we no said case. case. Yeah. Yeah, we both said it was a case. Denise and I. So Denise said it was a case, and Fred I said say it was a case. case. Hmm. Well, that makes me sad. We are good. Tom is nailing it today. <laughs> because it is, in fact, a true scenario. It's a true story. But there's something in there that Todd probably knows that many folks may not know relating to the movie business. And that is, this is a rather common thing. And when it happens, you will see a director in the credits by the name of Alan Smithy, with two E's put in there by the Directors Guild, a part of the contract they negotiated with the studios. So if the director does not want to have credit for that film, even though he did the work, he can use the name Alan Smithy as the director and just skate under, will not appear on his byline and count against him by the movie viewing public. So in this case, the director of the film ended up not Stuart Ease, but Alan Smithy, and nobody got any money. He he still got paid. Still gets paid for the work he did. But that lady. But they and put. But he basically didn't want, because he put in the the uh, what the studio wanted him to do. Yeah. And, so and he then said, he didn't want credit. He said this isn't really my film because so he just didn't okay. put his name in. You've heard of Alan Smithy cases mm-hmm. before. So that, ladies and gentlemen, Todd. is Interesting. Uh, Todd. You know what that means, right? Case or no he's case. killing us. Yeah, he just beat. He's in front of you now, but he's still behind me. But. I'm a loser. We suck again. Oh, you just had a bad day, Fred. You'll come back. We suck again. Who's that? That's from (laughs) Billy, uh, Billy, not Billy Mass, um, Waterboy. Remember? Uh, We suck again. That's me. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. We're we're, we're, going to do Case or No Case next week. Uh, Remember, Case or No Case is heard all three hours. Cal Hunter sits on his toilet late at night and tries to figure out what to do. Well, interestingly enough, that one came from the bathroom reader. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, he does have a bathroom reader. That's exactly right. Oh, my God. He was reading that when I got here this morning, and I looked over, and I thought it was like, hmm. uh, I don't know, program producing for dummies. Uh, you know, no, that's not it. That's uh, bathroom lawsuits. Okay, appreciate it, Cal. Sure, um, hey, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, we got two cases, the Clint Eastwood case. Denise, tell us, what, why is Clint Eastwood suing the CBD retailers? Because they use, like, infomercial type approach where he, they claim that he endorses their CBD product, and um, they used his likeness in, and his trademarks in promoting their product. 
apps, which is a very classic uh, violation. You see of, that stuff all the time. You, you go down Facebook and it says, he appeared on Dr. Phil and, and he's given up the movie business because and why he did it will amaze you. And it's this phony news article they write. You know, it's just clickbait. So they're basically, because right. yeah. I, I, this is one that Denise followed up on. I didn't. They basically, the CBD, which is what? Cannabis or what is what's CBD? Yeah, it's a it's cannabinoid oil. It's oh, uh, yeah. supposed to help for anxiety and a whole host of uh, maladies. It's hemp. Basically, it's derived from hemp, and hemp. it does not get you high. Right. It's it's the one that. Where's the fun in that? Oh, sorry, I, <laughs> I digress. Well, why do you think that Clint Eastwood is upset? Yeah, well, right? yeah, that could be. So, but he now he's ninety. Told... Did you guys know he's ninety years old? Man, I did when I saw um, this story come up. And did you know that this lawsuit, should, God forbid, he become deceased, it could still be brought by his estate? On behalf of suing for misappropriation of his yes. likeness, yes, yes. And yes. what's interesting, his son is an actor, apparently, and his mm-hmm. son's kind of moving up. A producer, does he produce, too? Or his, not? his son is an actor. He's got a daughter. I was actually in a film with his daughter, Francesca what? Eastwood. No, you're not. I was. I was. You can find it. It's called, the film now is called... Um, uh, M- M- Todd does no, Dallas. No, it's called it's called MDMA. <laughs> it's available on Amazon.com. MDMA, like the drug? Yes, it, it's the it's a story about a uh, this before ecstasy was illegal, right. and a girl got she she went to I think it was Stanford University and she lost all of her funding and she was a chemist so she started making ecstasy in the lab and selling it and became like the West Coast distributor of it. And, uh, oh, clearly an A an A movie that you're in. Well, no, I, I, it's not an A movie, but I was in that. I I have a bit role. You can even I play a doctor. And his wife had a baby up in Redding, California, where I'm from, in a hospital there. Yeah. Wow. So, well, yeah. you know what? Well, the, the, there's two suits involved. Yeah. One is against the CBD company. The other suit is an interesting suit because what what um, Mr. Eastwood claims is that his name is hidden in meta tags. This is like a digital little meta tag. It's not like they're not outwardly saying Clint Eastwood does this. That's right. But because it contains his trademark and it's a digital uh, image that is still using his likeness and trademark for promotion. And there's other cases right now that are going on very similar to this. That's by brought by Sandra Bullock and Ellen DeGeneres. So they use their name in the meta tags, which is the behind the scenes computer stuff that they put in to to draw people to their website yes exactly yep. it's like an encoded yes yeah, exactly that's crazy. very exactly. easy to check by the way well i was gonna say how do you check well how would you not how would you know that you, br- you bring up a website and go up to your browser come down to info or sources and it shows all the source code supporting that website you can see if your name's in the meta tag right there wow i'm gonna i'm worried about fred penny i should probably and double check he knows who the people are that's the difference um Bullock and DeGeneres couldn't figure out who the people were that was doing it, but he knows who they are, so he is suing already for that. We'll be back. We're going to talk about Burger King's vegan lawsuit. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up, right here, right now. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. 
I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Dick, 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 dish. Are you serious? Oh, come on. This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show. Yeah, there's all kinds of interesting lawsuits that occur that a lot of people don't hear about that we like to bring up that are kind of off the wall. One is uh, Burger King has uh, started this new uh, non-meat patty, uh, and they call it – I can't – What? hold on. I'm gonna, they call it uh, – The Impossible the Whopper. The Impossible Whopper, yeah. The Impossible Whopper. And this is a vegan – uh, non-beef uh, uh, patty, and they're trying to get people to buy this. Well, a vegan group has brought a lawsuit against them, stating that they are uh, deceiving the public um, concerning what exactly they are selling because they are cooking this, quote, vegan burger on the normal um, area that they cook their they're beef burgers. And, you mean uh, on the grill, like they're just yeah, 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 just wherever the grill is on the yeah, that's the word the, that 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 elusive grill word. But anyway, they're not they don't have a separate grill for that apparently, and so they sued and say you're deceiving people when they're actually not just eating all vegan. They're probably getting a little bit of that fat in it. And, and, yeah, there's and like a cross contamination, yeah, right? Yeah, and so they're bringing the lawsuit. So there's seven plaintiffs that filed uh, that these that consumers are being deceived, and the court held for Burger King. It's like, wow, wait a minute. They are cross-contaminating somehow. But uh, uh, Burger King's argument the whole time is, we've never said we cook on a different surface. We've never said that. We don't say it in our advertising. We never said it's 100% all vegan, that there, 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 there's no any cross-contamination. Um, 
and, and therefore, uh, we, you know, that's 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 what our argument is. So right. Did you say it's like a meat substitute? Well, what, what this is what it? they're claiming. They're yes. claiming their target audience is the meat eaters and the meat eaters who just want a break. a break from having to always have beef. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to argue about the manner in which it's cooked versus the manner in which it is the raw patty is prepared, for example, this reminds me of the arguments against McDonald's heaven forbid, back in the day, you know, when they said, well, it doesn't really, it's not a quarter pounder because the cooked weight of this patty is, no, we're talking about the cooked weight of the patty frozen or in its raw state before it's cooked or the lawsuits against Subway because it wasn't really a A foot foot long, you know? Yeah. I think what was really important here is that the plaintiffs did not ask the question, is it cooked on a different surface? Right. I thought that was really super important. And secondly, you guys, dispositive of this issue is the fact that it was called Burger King Impossible Burger. It's impossible to have a all vegan burger in a burger restaurant. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're, they're not advertising <laughs> it is a as a hundred percent vegan burger. It's not advertised that way. In fact, they call it um, what is it they. Uh, advertising does not promise cooking on a different service, nor did it say in its advertising that this is an absolutely 100% vegan. Well, the biggest thing, I think, that the, the, <clears throat> the big issue here is that <clears throat> anybody that decides to live a plant-based food or a vegan lifestyle, I just can't imagine anyone choosing to dine at Burger King. <laughs> I don't, that just seems odd to That's me. That's true. That seems to be like the last place they would go. I mean... Yeah, look, go go to Whole Foods or you know go. But, but interesting, go eat your lawn. <laughs> you know what though? What's interesting though? You say that now, given the COVID nineteen, that's difficult to find those restaurants. Right. They probably are going. Well, I gotta pull into a fast food yeah, place now, and, and maybe what you do is you just get a salad with uh, with no meat on it. But it's a know. smart play on Burger King's part to try to develop a product to get people into their shop. That normally just wouldn't be there at all. As Todd pointed out, why would you go there? Well, I'm going to go try this because they have a a, a non-meat meat burger. That t- Look, I, <laughs> my wife and I one time hosted some people bicycling across California, you know, some, and they were all vegan. So they came and stayed with us. And I said, don't you every once in a while just miss? He said, really, I miss a steak, just a steak. Right. Just, you know, I mean, they, they missed it. So if a guy is a vegan and he says, well, I can have a burger, but it's not really a burger. Why wouldn't you know? Why wouldn't you go there? And why wouldn't Burger King want them in there, back under the tent? Is my point. You know, yeah. Try to, to get there. And they're started. looking for Burger King's looking for a. You know, Burger King's struggling a little bit. Um, but I, you know, I don't know all the details, but I know that they're trying to catch up with the McDonald's and the and. Uh, and but this is a good ploy. It's something completely different um, that McDonald's doesn't have, that my knowledge or any of its competitors that I know of. And so anyway, there you go, yeah. Burger King. So the, the the court throws it out. And uh, this is the uh, U.S. District Court, Southern District of Florida. So they win. That's a, kind of exciting. Now we've got a 11th Circuit uh, panel talks about the voter ID laws in Oklahoma. What's going on there, Todd? Uh, well, that's not the one that I have. I have oh. the uh, in Oklahoma, the 11th Circuit talked about the governor overstepping his bounds oh, as it relates one. to Indian gaming. Okay, well, they talk about that, and they this talk about voter ID law. Yeah, so, so this okay. one here is the governor reached an agreement with 
a couple of Indian tribes to allow for the following, allow for casinos to be built closer to certain populous areas and also to allow certain types of gaming, being able to bet on sports and, and various. They're called gaming compacts, and almost yes. every state that has an Indian casino has a gaming compact between the state and the given tribe. And that is where the issue arises because the legislature led by Republicans in Oklahoma, essentially sued the governor saying that he had exceeded his authority. Now, remember, the governor would fall under the executive branch of the three branches of government, the judiciary, obviously, and then you had the legislative branch. And the argument here was under Oklahoma law, if those compacts are to be reached with the tribes, it has to go through the legislature and the governor then approves it under Oklahoma law. And this, uh, the 11th Circuit agreed that the governor had overstepped his bounds in unilaterally reaching the agreements with the tribes and that this should have gone through the legislature first. So it doesn't mean that it won't ultimately happen. It has to go through the legislature and, and we'll see, I guess, moving forward what the legislature has to say about it. But, you know, I can understand the legislature when they see something like this happening, even if they ultimately wouldn't oppose it, still wanting to challenge it because you really start that, well, if we let him do this, then this is going to happen, and then this is going to happen this right now. This is our authority, and we, we don't want you to take our yeah. authority. Right. And, and, and right now, it's a hot, but you know, the, the authority of the governor to enact you know, uh, rules or policies that if that might infringe on your liberties under the Constitution is a hot-button topic with what various governors are doing in relation to uh, the pandemic, COVID-19. And so this is an issue that, that folks want to raise in the 11th Circuit said, yep, overstepped your bounds there. And I think this is going all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court, and I think it's going to get overturned because of this. The tribes are their own jurisdiction, and this is a federal issue. It is not a state issue. And they can negotiate with whom they choose. That's exactly right. So I do not think that Oklahoma has the the state – um, Supreme Court has the ability to overturn a compact with an Indian tribe because they're applying the wrong laws. That's my I, feeling. I, I, interesting I understand yeah. that. The question is, there's two party to every contract, right? And so while the Indian tribe may have complete authority to do that, the other party with whom they were negotiating, i.e. the state of Oklahoma, they were not negotiating with the federal government. The tribe specifically chose to negotiate with the state of Oklahoma. And the state of Oklahoma says in such situations, those agreements have to go through the legislature, not solely on the part of the governor. And so, yeah, it could go up. The question is, what authority did Governor Stitt have to engage in negotiations on behalf of the state of Oklahoma? They had approval from the U.S. Department of Interior. And that's what he's going to argue. So it's going to be very – I like this one because I think we're going to see more of it, and it is going to define relationships between state and federal and tribes. I think it's going to be a a good one to watch. I think so. All right, Denise, you've got some Weinstein updates that we're dealing with too. Weinstein. I I mean, you get to the point where I hate to bring it up, Denise, but it's like you got – it's like the crash on the side. It it is, and – Remember that there was a Chapter 11 filed, Weinstein and his entities, his business entities, uh, filed for Chapter 11. They were trying to reorganize, try to get this huge, massive victim settlement approved of that was going to be funded by insurance proceeds. Now, normally, insurance is going to have to fund the defense of Weinstein um, to the extent that these are uh, suits against non-intentional acts, right? But they were funding it, and they were in this settlement going to pay off the attorneys more than even the victims themselves. So that 
has now been disapproved. That settlement is not going on. The two actresses um, that were non-settling plaintiffs have urged now for the Chapter 11 to be converted to a Chapter 7 so they can liquidate this and pay off all the victims. Bad thing is it takes away, I think, uh, a lot of the insurance monies that were going to be put into this estate. And um, that's that's but it's going to be liquidated now. So I, I think it's really interesting what has happened here. And we have to watch it because it's still a decision that has to be made on the motion to convert that was done. All right. We're going to be back after this. I'm going to talk a little bit about a, a very healthy pro athlete that's trying to get out. I mean, uh, it's it, about this uh, varsity blues issue and an athlete that, that the judge says is too athletic to get out for COVID-19. We'll be back after this. This is Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. 
late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. So as you know, because of COVID-19, there's people getting out of uh, uh, jail early or getting out temporarily. Um, and Michael Cohen is one of them uh, that just got out. That was the individual that uh, is uh, President Trump's former uh, attorney that now went to prison and now they let him out due to COVID-19. It shows, I actually saw him getting out of his car, going into his apartment, his New York apartment, wherever it was. Um, but here's an interesting one to me. And, and to me, it's so weird as to, and it, I guess it depends on the judge you get. In California, they're letting out people that are, because of COVID-19, that I'm going to say more dangerous than durable as a normal person out on the street. Um, and it's it's a little disconcerting. Yeah, it's not just white collar crime. No, or... it's 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 uh, thieves and people who are, you know, there's all to, all list of all types that are letting out, and not just a few, you know, three or four thousands, and and so that's been an issue. And now here is uh, one of the coaches from Texas. It was a tennis coach that's serving six months for taking a bribe of a hundred thousand um, dollars under the allegations. Uh, for you know, allowing someone to get in University of Texas, okay? No, is, it's kind of a fact now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's yes, it is a fact, yeah. but I'm, but I always throw out allegations. I just say that to protect us. But here's the issue: the issue is, is this person a danger to society? The answer is, oh, some people say, yeah, he stole, he took bribes. He's not going to break into your house and um, you know rob you. The likelihood is less. And so what they brought up is, look, I'm only serving six months. Can I get out and, you know, wear the the, the leg ankle uh, uh, collar thing and, and work out of my house and uh, serve out the sentence at home confinement due to this pandemic? And the judge said no. And I'm a little shocked about that with the other people being let out. No, he said, and, and guess what? This individual in the past has had, and he's in his 50s, 56 years old, uh, Michael Center is his name, two bouts of pneumonia in the past, 
reoccurrent upper respiratory infection problems. And um, the judge said, yeah, but you know what? You're kind of a healthy athletic type. Uh, you're going to be okay. There's nothing extraordinary or compelling. Stay in. And, and like, the weird thing was he only has a few days. Yeah, he has, he, yeah, he, he has no hardly you know, he, some left. Yeah, he's going to be transferred to a, a halfway house on July 30th, and then he's going to have a presumptive release date yeah, of September, September 17th. 17th. So he really wasn't asking for a whole lot. No, and not only that, the halfway house is also a, you got to be careful of the COVID-19 stuff. Absolutely. Let him go home, sit in the corner of his house with his ankle bracelet on, and it, it just amazes me that what who they're letting out and yet this individual that is not a menace to society, well, let me back up, some people say he was a menace to society, but he's not going to you know, cause harm to my family tomorrow, um, and he's, the likelihood of him breaking and entering into my house and stealing is low, you know, but, but they're not letting him out. There's so, just no, it, it, seems, no rhyme or it seems there's no uniformity to the decision to let folks out. And yeah. it, it's pretty much up to each judge's interpretation. I mean, I, I hear what you say about the judge saying, well, you look like a healthy guy, so I'm not going to let you out. Well, it's my understanding that a virus, if ingested, if you breathe it in and it gets to the lung tissue the way the, the coronavirus works, it doesn't matter if you're a healthy athletic guy or not. You can still catch the virus and suffer complications. Yeah, especially the guys had prior respiratory and prior pneumonia. I guess that's one of the things you look at to determine whether or not you're more susceptible is prior pneumonia right. and receptor. Um, um, yeah, there's, there's two things. I think everybody is at a similar risk to contract the virus. The real question, you're either going to be exposed to it or not. The real question is, what does it do to you once you contract it? And those that have these prior conditions are at a greater risk of suffering significant health problems as a result of it because of the way the virus ask, acts. If you already have weak lung tissue or things like that, it's going to make it that much harder. Yeah, the judge here, though, looked at he was in a minimum security uh, offshoot. So he wasn't in like the heavy duty, all crowded prison. Um, and so he wasn't in a, a facility that was uh, COVID rampant or anything like that. So, I mean, he, the judge looked like he was trying to weigh it and then say, you have the burden of proof, sir, and mm -hmm. you haven't met your burden. Yeah. So now, that's kind of the way I see it. Well, anyway, that's the way it goes. So we've got a, also we've got a, an interesting voter ID issue um, that occurred that, uh, Denise, you want to mention. And then after that, I want Todd to talk about Todd, you've got to talk about the. The uh, the academy uh, a lawsuit. The lawsuit there, yeah. yeah. And then we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, the 11th Circuit panel, um, it okayed the Alabama Alabama voter ID law. That law requires, for in order to vote, you have to have a valid ID. Now, it was noted that the vast majority of people that don't have valid IDs currently are minorities. So this was going to impact the minorities. But however, the reason that the 11th Circuit said this one is okay is because it was really easy for anybody to get it, um, uh, an ID. They had um, different fees. If you couldn't afford it, they had different options to get the ID cards. And because it was so easy to get IDs, they felt like it was not going to harshly impact um, minorities. That's just a quick overview of it. So uh, other states had had this issue come up, and they were denied having these um, ID cards because they didn't have such an easy way for the ID cards to be obtained. But because Alabama 
um, leaves it very, very clear and very open on how to obtain the ID cards. They're not specifically targeting minority groups from voting, even if it has that that offshoot of it. Um, it, it's going to be okay. Now, this is probably going to go up further, probably, I, w- I think. I would imagine. It's just it's just important to note that in any case like this where they're talking about something that could be discriminatory, there's two things they look at. Does the law discriminate on its face by the language of the law? And this law does not. But oftentimes, it discriminates in its effect, in, in how it's imposed. The effect of the law ends up being discriminatory. That's why some get struck down, even though the language looks neutral. It's because of the effect that it has. And they're saying in this case it, it appears to not have right. that effect. And they also kind of made the argument that COVID was keeping people out from getting ID cards and all of that. And the court specifically said, nope, not not true. Alabama um, has a u- uh, mobile unit option to obtain a photo ID. So the mobile unit can actually go to or somebody can go to that mobile unit and get the ID. So you're not limited to have to go in person contact in a building, in a department. It's, it's um, another way to obtain very right. interesting. Todd, go for it. So, so uh, tell me what's going on in this. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has always sort of had this effect or image that you know, we are above the infighting and the laws and everything, and we keep the peace in Hollywood. Well, not anymore. Uh, a director, I believe his name is Michael Schamberg, he had ran, he ran for the uh, president position of the academy and lost after losing he submitted a proposal to change the bylaws as 93 year old bylaws to be requesting that the academy be more inclusive of social media to really help out and he has now filed a lawsuit claiming that the board did not appropriately hear and respond and handle and take up his suggestions that they broke their own bylaws violated their own bylaws in doing so and the academy is saying no they we were all taken under due consideration so they want to duke it out in court as to whether or not the academy should have taken up this and it just it pulls the academy into the lawsuit business it does, and unfortunately, the Academy Awards have been losing um, viewership, and they've been going downhill for quite a while. They are not having hosts anymore. Yeah. So it, it's going to be something we have to watch. We're going to go ahead, Cal. What do you want us to do? Uh, so, well, that's interesting because now I want to know what your quick takes are. And Mr. Penny, I'd like to start with you. With you know what? Let's talk about. Uh, we're talking about Clint Eastwood, the CBD. Those of you who are using Clint Eastwood's likeness in the metadata, be careful because, as in a fistful of dollars, he says, "I don't think it's nice." You laughing? You see my mule? Don't like people laughing. He gets crazy. Idea? You're laughing at him. Now, if you apologize, like I know you're going to, I might convince him that you really didn't mean it. Todd. I was walking down the hall and saw that the restroom for the late females was out here in our studio. And it made me wonder if Amber Heard was here with her Yorkies. Hmm. <laughs> or, or there's a tree. <laughs> and Denise, what say you for your final take? Um, you, clearly, the lawsuits against Weinstein are going to multiply now, and it's going to be held in the Chapter 7 court. So you know what's going to happen? Attorneys are going to have a mass exodus because they're not going to get paid. Goodbye. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
Money. You gotta have it. When you need it, what do you do? If you don't have a rich uncle, call LendingTree. With us, hundreds of banks compete for your business, so you'll get loans with competitive interest rates, and in some cases, with no closing costs. So here's the deal. If you need money, call us. Do you want to refinance your current loan? Are you 62 or older and interested in a reverse mortgage? Then call LendingTree now. 800-634-1315. 800-634-1315. We've closed over $250 billion in loans. We know what we're doing and can help you. Call right now for a free quote. 800-634-1315. That's 800-634-1315. NMLS number 1136.